Today, to be mechaven, to be mechaven to, to the to the emet of all emets, and that 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 doesn't mean that um, it doesn't doesn't mean it gets life gets easier. It actually means life gets a little bit more complicated. It gets a little bit it gets a little bit tougher. But a day like today, it used to be, and I remember this growing up here because it was much less frequent days like today. So it was a Chagigi thing, just like when, you know, when we were younger, people used to travel. You know what people used to do when they would travel? They used to get dressed up, right? Before my time, but maybe some of you remember, people would travel, they'd go on a plane, they'd go on a boat, they used to get mamish dressed up, levush Chagigi. They would get dressed up in suits, whatnot, and so too it was, and we have stories like this about some of the great Rabbanim, that when it came to days of Bechirot, they would get dressed up, often Chagigi, and, you know, it was a different vibe. It was different. I mean, we lost that today. It's not there today because the because the bechirot it's a different inyan. It's just as important, but it's a different inyan. But today I want to mechaven to something very very important, and that only with the help of Rav Cook I think we could we could attach ourselves to what today is all about. But in a very shocking way, someone else actually really shook me up this morning regarding what today is, and hopefully we'll get to it, to that in the middle. You know, here in our base Medrash, in our shul, in our Keilah, you're already accustomed to the fact that we're always together with, with learning whatever, everything that Am Yisrael is learning, hopefully, whether it's the Daf Yomi, whether it's Shnai Mikra Echa Targum, whatever it is. You all know that we're always, when we're here, this Makom, we're trying to lechaven, to always go Pnima, to always learn Pnimius, to learn, to learn deeper layers of the Torah. And, you know, for some that's been a challenge over the years, because it's a little bit the jolt to the system in terms of what they're used to when it comes to Seder, when it comes to learning. However, we're going to try to understand why that Mahalach is so crucial, why it's so important, and where does it come from. Now, this, what you have in front of you is a piece from this wonderful, beautiful, special Sefer called Kumi Ori from Rav Ruven Sasan, the same author of Hakitsu Veraninu, as well as the Svarim of Betal Lechayim, written with the Chalban and many of his farm. And what he does for us is that he gives us access to Rav Kook and Elushin that we can understand him. Um, I always, I'm always under the assumption that if Rav Kook was able 
you know, if he was around today, what would he sound like? What, 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 would, what would the Lushan be like? Would his language be the same way he talked back then? Because we all know how people just crack their, their heads, both in Hebrew and in English, to try to understand what Rav Kook was talking about. But then when you get through the language barrier and you get to the soul connection of what Rav Kook was saying, he is the Rebbe of this door without any tzel shel safek. There's no shaila. It is Rav Kook. There's no question about it. Ah, what's the problem? What, did, what were you trying to say, Rav Kook? <laughs> I know you're the Rebbe, but what are you saying? I want to understand what you're saying. So over the years, there are different people that have tried to explain over what Rav Kook has been saying. But I find this tzaddik that lives in our, he's around today, so he, he, I mentioned him a, few, a, a number of times the last few, last few months, and we were working on getting him to come here. When I went to go visit him, he told me, he, he said to me, um, I have to come to a, he has a very, very high-pitched voice. Very, read this in a very high-pitched voice. He said to me, I'm, you know, I have to come to Efrat. It was Thursday when I saw him. He said, I have to come to Efrat on Monday. This was about three months ago. I said, Why? He said, my brother, my brother just opened up a shoe store in, in Efrat. I said, really? He's like, yeah, in this, there's this new mall. <laughs> I said, really? He's like, your brother opened up the shoe store in Efrat, the Midrasim? Do you know him? Sasson? No, not the one that's there all day long. He doesn't own it. He, he, he lives here in the Zayt, that guy. But the owner of it is, what's his name? Do you know? Sasson. <laughs> his name is Sasson. His brother... Huh? Exactly. <laughs> what do we know? So we're going to get him to come to the base midrash. We're going to get a lot of people to come to the base midrash. Before I forget, tomorrow morning, nine o'clock. I don't. I hope it'll look like this, but I'm, I assume it probably won't. But tomorrow morning, nine o'clock, Reb David Sachs from Los Angeles is going to be coming and giving a shmuz both for men and women. Tomorrow morning, nine o'clock. So that's going to be very important too. But today is a day that when we're doing Bechirot, forget about Bechirot and exchange it with the, take a different word, and that word is Geula, that word is redemption. That's what we're here. That's what we're busy doing here. That's the, that's the Bechirot of today, where your mind is at regarding who are you choosing in, order, in terms of who do you feel, chaps, that we're here for something much bigger than living in a beautiful democracy. Or like certain people called it the Singapore of the Middle East, Rahman al-Islam. What are we here doing? What are we doing here? We're, here? we're here because there's a bigger picture. We're here because there's a Nevi'im in the world. There's prophecy. We are here. We made Aliyah not only because it was the right thing to do, because essentially it's the only thing that can be done once you're in touch with your Neshama. That is, where, that is why we came home. That's why we're coming home. And that's the message we have to, Ezrat Hashem, spread out into the world. But the manner in which we send this message has to be flavored with what we're going to be, what I believe what we're going to be learning today. So look in front of you. First is just his Hebrew, which is pretty relatively easy. But he's going to explain to us, like today and every day of our life, is we're here for Geula. We're here for something bigger than, than living in a, in, a, in a great and correct area. Ha'isuk bi'inyanea Geula. Dealing with matters of Geula. The tziyur hanafshi, the visual of the soul, and adjusting yourself to a spiritual redemptive world of Am Yisrael, before it even fully happens, which is what we're in right now, because the geula has not happened. Okay, let's just be clear, the geula has not happened yet. 
Did it start happening? I'm not getting into that subject because it started happening. The second Hashem said, Baruch Olam. But this dealing, speaking like this, speaking like this, just talking like this, talking redemption, talking redemption, living redemption, talking geulah. Machshirim et am Yisrael el akomot haruchaniyot ha'atidot lo. They prepare Am Yisrael to the future spiritual levels that, are, that they are destined for, that they are waiting for. Those words are very important. Machshirim et Am Yisrael, they prepare Am Yisrael towards the spiritual life that we are waiting for, that will happen to us. Like Emuna means that as much as we're living spiritually now, this, ain't, this is nothing compared to what the state of the Am will be like, what kind of life we're going to be living, spiritually. This inner preparation has to do with Tziyur HaNefesh. I mean, it's easier to talk like this today as we're in, we're in our base measures. It's like easier to talk about, can you visualize what it would be like if you set yourself up spiritually living in Eretz Yisrael? And we're saying that in here, in this holy Makom, right? So keep on dreaming, Chavra. Keep on going weiter and weiter. Tziyur HaNefesh, this sounds very Piyosetzner. Tziyur HaNefesh, the visual of the soul. Ubegagui halev, and the longing of the heart. Be'ofen chai vechoder, in a very living, much in a living and an infiltrating manner, meaning that the visions of what could be play an active role in my life. They infiltrate, they go inside the way I think, the way I live, the way I function. Understand the difference between someone that has thoughts and someone that lives like this with these mahalach infiltrating their insides? This is a two different worlds. Po'alim u'mekadmim et These, This way of living brings the ge'ula closer. Lo pachot mitze'adim bamishor hama'asi. No less than anything that you could say actually is bringing the geula closer. Now, what is it, if I ask you, what brings the geula closer? What would be an easy thing to say? What's an easy answer to that? What brings the geula? Ah, Torah, mitzvahs. What else? But more like, um, huh? Shalom. Study of yeah. You guys are yeshuvaharetz. <laughs> Moving here, right? Building the land. That, you would say, that's easy. Everyone says, ah, that's the Geula. That, that, that definitely is the simon of the Geula. Now, everything Rav Sasson is saying is coming from Rav Kook. This is not his own chap, okay? But he's saying, all these things we're talking about, it's true. Building here, moving here, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Aval, you have to realize that when you think it's only that, then when, that's a problem. That is a problem. That's a big issue. Thinking of it, thinking of who Am Yisrael are going to become, okay? Having that in your mind, or who they're becoming right now, in a manner that's alive and that's infiltrating inside of you, that brings the geula, when that becomes the way I function, when that becomes the way I live, that, beca- that brings the geula just as much as all those things that we were under the assumption are the things that bring the geula. What is that a threat to? One thing. The ego. 
Because the ego said, no, I, I know, I'm a designist, I know what it means to come and, and bring the Geula closer. And he's saying to us, you have to realize, we have many people that have made Aliyah, they've built the land, they're not thinking Geula. They're not thinking Geula at all. They're thinking nationalism. It served its time. It's there. You got to go much deeper than that. Kidafka ha-havshala. Hanafshit ha-pnimit. It's dafka the havshala, the ripening that's happening inside in the soul. It's that. He ha-docheket et ha-roved ha-maasi. That's what actually forces the actual layer and drives it umenia ota lememesh et ha-chalomot ha-gnuzim we all have chalomot, we all have dreams that are deeply situated in, our, in the depth of our heart. What causes us to fulfill our dreams? It's really the inner deep visualization of what life can and will be like, which is the driving force of the whole big picture of what's called mif'ala geula, the factory of redemption. Nekudat ha-hishtaychut el ha-atid so the nekuda of being shayach to the future, matchila mipnimius anefesh. It starts from the inside of the soul. Ubehavshalata yotzet alapoal alamase, and as it ripens, it comes out from potential to actuality. What does he mean? He's going to give a great example. Five lines from the bottom of this paragraph. Kedugmat chatuna, like a wedding. Shebevadai shekodem shematchila adam lechapes isha before a person goes and searches for a wife. Hopefully, what's ripening deep inside of him? In the depth of his ratzon and his imagination. To sense with his sensual life. He senses, I want to be married. Why? I'm getting more and more of a sense of what it's like to be a human being that lives a family life that has a family life. And he's saying, when a person touches upon that in his experience through his dimayon and his life, and then he goes and he gets married, what drives him to go and find a wife? What goes and drives him to find a wife? It's this thing that's happening inside of him about, wow, this is what I'm destined for. What, what kind of world is that? What does that look like? What does that look like having a Shabbos table? What does that look like? That nekudav havaya. Al ken. Sorry. Mitoch kach. From here, hu naasa muchan umuchshar gam lageshet ladavar beofen maasi. And only from this place of getting a little bit of a taste of what, this, what, his, what his dreams really are, then he goes and tries to actualize something that's been bubbling up inside of him. So in the corporate world, right, we have a mission statement. But before you get to a mission statement, you need a vision statement. Right? That drives it. Right? You're moving from the how, or you're moving to the how, to the why. You have a big why, right. then everything flows. So now let's just, let's do something like philosophical for 20 seconds, okay? When did Ruth Cook come up with his ideas of all these things? Maybe, maybe, maybe it began there, but what era? Pre-six million, 
So if the six million didn't happen, right, then there'd be time to have exactly like you just mapped it out, that ta'alich. So we're doing a kav schut on the reason why we were in this beautiful mess that we're in. We're in this beautiful mess because there was no time to sit down, like this, to go out and choose a wife. There was no time for that. That, and it's not, that's when Mashiach comes, we'll either get that answer or not have that question anymore. You understand? But it's nachon. But now that we are here, now the achrayut is, let's, now let's get things in order again. Let's things, let, let, let's, let's, how do, what do you call it? Before a vision, before a mission statement? Vision statement. Yefemeot. Yefemeot. Al ken. Therefore, kedei shetit orer ruach kabira ba'uma, in order for there to be an awakening of a tremendously powerful ruach in the whole nation, ba'uma kula, and that doesn't just mean Jews that live in Eretz Yisrael. It's the whole nation. Levakesh kodesh umikdash, to ask for holiness, to ask for the Beit HaMikdash, that that is really how I'm living. Lehishtokek, to cause people to long. Lechidush ha-nevuah for the renewal of prophecy, for there to be malchut here in the land, to get people to want that. You gotta be thinking about things that are gonna draw you to want these kind of things. The Rebbe was very, very big, adamant on people learning what? Geula. Pashat. Learning Geula. Not only to know how to act because it's going to happen soon, but to be able to demand it, to want it. For real, you got to learn it. You got to be thinking about it. You see, today's Pashla, this is, this is, the, this is what triggered me this, early this morning. My Nachman is, is a chassid of prenates. He's holding very, very early. Okay? So sometimes it's, you know, it's interesting in the morning. But Baruch Hashem, when you call him Nachman, what do you expect? He's going to wake up at 10, right? So... This morning, someone sends me the following thing. He says, look at, look at, look at, look at this beautiful Kiddush Hashem. What did they send me? And I, I get it, I get it, but it needs to be addressed. I get it. What was the Kiddush Hashem? Last night, the Nets played the Pacers. What's the Kiddush Hashem? The Brooklyn Nets played the Indiana Pacers. Anyone see this? Yeah. The T-shirts? So, Zisayidin, they got the first row there. That means their ticket, their season holders, right? They're sitting in the first row, and they have these shirts on, fight anti-Semitism, right? As, as a very um, uh, mentally challenged, I mean, not mentally challenged, a very intellectually challenged, but talented athlete is running back and forth up on the court, Kyrie, right? I was thinking, at that, they feel that that mo- I know that they feel that that is the greatest Kiddush Hashem that they could do in their life right now. And we're sitting here in Eretz Yisrael with Chayalim that are 18-year-olds protecting us right now. And it's, 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 such, a, it's such a mind game because I want to feel that, I, I, I want to feel that, of course, what they're doing I want to remember that what they're doing is based on the, based on the per, limited perception of what they have of what it means to be a Kiddush Hashem in this world. And I have to. 
I have to feel that. Bemet, Bemuna Shlema, what they did last night was the most beautiful Kiddush Hashem that they could do based on their limited perception of what it means to ask for holiness in the world today. And I believe they believe them. Nachon. Hmm? When I see a thing like that, what does it do to me? No, it doesn't kill me. It infuses me with such a passion to speak Rav Kook to the world. To, to, broaden, to broaden the daylights of the Yiddish consciousness of what it means to, to, to be a Kiddush Hashem in the world. What would Rav Kook say to that? Leave. <laughs> no. <laughs> Spread, it, the it can't that? Spread the message of Kuku. Instead of stopping anti you can't stop anti I, I don't know. I, 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 have, I, I have to think, like, what would, what would, you know, what, would, what, what am I going to say to them? You know, what, what would Rav Cook say to them? I, I think he would just, he would love them like, like only he knew how to love them, because he was the master of love, he was the, the, the king of love. But I think that he would be able to give over to them how to lechaven their kochot, how to use their koch in a proper way and explain to them how anti-Semitism is never, ever, ever going to end. Ever. You are Yiddish Chelek Elokamimals. You have such kochot. Use your koach in a manner that makes you, makes you so much bigger in the world. But only a tzaddik can do that in a way that doesn't cause that person to feel embarrassed about it. If you have someone that's not holding and they try to rip those people sitting in the front row, you know, just, I'm just, I'm so nervous for that stupid, like, like, like uh, uh, in the name of Zionism, comment that's going to trigger such a machloket because it's based on such katnus amach, right? We have boys that are, that are going to the front lines. Um, you know, everything's, everything has to be in perspective. But again, they are convinced that that's the greatest Kiddush Hashem in the world. Rav Sasson is saying, what are we doing? We have to infiltrate into the nation what it means to bring the Geula closer. And that means, how do you get people to think and dream of the renewal of prophecy and of malchut in the world? Right? But I have no idea what Rav Kook would say. All I know, I've said this many, many, millions of times, all I know, in the summer of 1994, Rav Shlomo was here, he was teaching in Yakar that last summer, in Yerushalayim, and this woman asked in the middle of a shir, who do we go to today for any answers as to how to move forward, how to, what to do in the world? How do we know how to act, how to think, what to focus on? And Rav says, there's nobody. There's no one. 45 minutes later in the shir, he goes back to this woman. Her name was Yael. He said, remember I told you 45 minutes ago there's nobody? He said, it's true, there's no one physical today, but if I would transport someone that's not alive and put them right here to ask them how to talk to people today, there's only one person. He said it was Rav Kook. Rav Kook really is the culmination of, of all of them together. From his mother's side, obviously, as you know, they come from the Tzemach Tzedek. And from his father's side, very much not the Tzemach Tzedek, right? And Rav Kook, where he learned it wasn't Hasidic Shishtibos, right? Huh? It was Velazhin. But he, he knew how. And we have to know how too. It's on us. I'm going to read this paragraph again and you'll see, and, you, and have in mind, what's it called? Barclays? What's it called? Barclays, have this in mind, okay? As, I, as I'm reading this paragraph again. What is that? Huh? The, the, the Barclays is the arena where, where, where this happened last night, okay? 
על כן, כדי שתתעורר רוח כבירה באומה כולה לבקש קודש ומקדש. In order for there to be a, a strong spirit, an exalted spirit throughout the nation, to ask for holiness and ask for Rebbe Samikdash, to long, to long for the renewal of prophecy and of Malchut, we need these spiritual visualizations and drawings and that which the heart longs for, they need to be shakua, they need to be deep inside, be'ofen amok ve'choder ben'osim a'elu. We need to be holding. We need to be holding in these manners. Lefichach. Therefore, tzrichim anu li'tbonen ber'ovdei ha'kodesh be'chayei am Yisrael. You know, we have, to, we have to take a deeper look into the layers of holiness that are present in the life of am Yisrael. Let's understand the secret. And I love what he says here. The avoda of geula. Not waiting for the experience of the geula. The avoda of geula. And here he's giving a big shtach here to the yeshivish world, to the dati tzioni yeshivish world. Okay? Look what he says. Look what he says. Torah bichlaluto yitasek מתוך רוממות ושמחת לב בציורי העתיד. ישאר ויצייר את המדרגות הנישאות המתקרבות אלינו. What should people be learning in the, in, the, in, the, in the world of Torah? What is he saying? What should, people, what should people be learning? People should be learning exactly what he said in Tuna. People should be learning what is going to be happening, what's bubbling up already in our hearts. People should be learning what's been staring in the heart of the Jewish soul. I have to tell you something. You know what's not been burning in the heart of 2,000 years of a Jewish soul? Democracy. Sorry. Democracy is not... That's not... The 2,000 years of bubbling in a Jewish... Remember what Churchill said about democracy? The Churchill? It's the it's right, but I just don't know of any other way, right? <laughs> Democracy was, is not this Jewish. That is not why tzaddikim would, would get dressed and go and vote. That that's not. It's not going. For, we have such a we have a democratic system. We have to celebrate. That's not what's going on, because maybe it's a, they would get dressed up and they would levush chagigi and son wouldn't say tachanun. Because for them, elections is a chance to implement the, the, the dreams, the visions of 2,000 years of Jewish longing. And there's a chance today to make it a bit more of a reality. That is why they got dressed up. That is why I have such a celebratory inyan. And this is, he says, this is what we should be learning. Now this happens through learning the pnimius, obviously, learning inside. Ube'emet, third line, in the measurement of how we're getting close to the light, the more that these lights get closer, the soul could actually speculate it and feel it. They're here and they're not here. They're already here. These lights are already here. And this, I, I'm sure each of us could, 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 could agree with and... and you know, give, give testimony to this. Sometimes we're so sure, we feel it, right? We feel it's here. 
And sometimes we mamish don't feel that it's here. Mati velo mati. You touch it and it's not there. You feel it, you don't feel it. Keruach elokim ha-merachefet al pnei amayim. That's how the story of the creation of the world happened. Ruach elokim, like the spirit of God, is merachef. You know what merachef means? What does what, what hovering mean? It's over it. It's touching and not touching, right? It's there. The Medrash says, Ruach elokim merachefet al pnei amayim. Eze ruach, rucho shel... Melech HaMashiach. That's what the Major says. Already there in the creation of the world. The Ruach Shel Melech HaMashiach. It's there and it's not... The Gemara says, Shemosh HaMashiach is one of the things that are Kadmah La'olam. Sorry? One of the list of the Gemara says the things that are Kadmah La'olam. Right? Shemosh HaMashiach. Now this is, this is the fourth line from the bottom. Look inside. Anyone that elevates themselves a bit above what seems to be perceived as reality, and this is what the Bnei Machshav Atova writes in the Akdama, the point of a Chabura, to live life a little bit, just a little bit, looking a little bit, not that you're higher, but looking at life from a little bit of a more deeper perspective, Yuchal Lachush can sense you could sense the life of uh, the, the wind, the spirit of holiness in the world of Geula. You could, you could sense the light of the future that is already being experienced right now deep in the heart of anyone that's in touch with their heart. There's dreams for the future that right now we all have. We've had them for many, many years. Anyone that lifts himself up a little bit higher than the norm can see, oh boy, that which we're all, we're all dreaming about is, is kind of here, it's kind of not here. It's here and it's kind of not here. It's already happening. But that has, that has Barclays, okay? That's not the Lozen. The Lozen, to think that I'm getting a taste of the future by putting my kochos as religious Jews today, in, in those kind of inyanim, doesn't sprout forth light of the future. We're here, for the, we're here to draw forth what's happening and about to happen in a much larger scale. Don't be brogus with me. This is, just, this is just what this thing triggered in me this morning, Okay. I would say the same thing if it happened at a Lakers game. Just, <laughs> I'm just making it clear, okay? <laughs> See, when that happens, then what's the, what, what's the, what's the default of a Then right away you're going to ask for a life of Geula. And guess what? Just from being you, you're going to start to be contagious. Just by being you, a person that lives and longing for light and geulah, this starts to go to other people. You don't have to work hard on convincing. You'll see, what would Rav Kook say? Nothing. He'd be. He'd be. His mitziut. His mitziut. Just him. His being would be enough. Because it's, it was pouring out of him. I don't think he'd have to say anything. I just, just think he'd have to... He would show up there and he would take a seat in the front row. Just like he did when he went up to the Moshavim up north. Bediuk, he took front, front row seats in what seemed to be the opposite of a Geula mentality. 
when he went up there with 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 Rav Zonenfeld and everything that he did in his life, because Rav Sasson is saying this happens. You know, we're always nervous. Like, what are the right words? How are we going to turn people on? But when you walk with the light of Geula coming out of your your face, you don't have to work too hard on what you're going to tell somebody. It's there. It's push it there. Obviously, music is is plays a big role in this as well. You're sprinkling them with besamim, with spices, with fragrance of a, of a pure heart. One that longs for the holiness of the holy of holies. Now we're going to go back to the beginning. Why do we keep on learning this deep stuff here? Why can't you just give an Ach Yom Yishir and call it a day? Why? Listen. Harav Kuk Zatzal Mevaer Shezoi Achat Asibot Lekach Shelimud Sitrei Torah Mekarevat Agiula. Harav Kuk will explain that this is one of the reasons why learning Pnimiut, when he calls secrets of Torah, brings the Geula closer. Razei HaTorah, the secrets of Torah, Oskim BeMerchavei HaNetzach. The secrets of Torah they deal with the. Merchav. How would you say Merchav? The expansiveness of eternity. When I learn Torah, when I'm learning the deeper layers of Torah, and, and, and we'll also explain a little bit more in depth in another time what that actually means and what falls under that category, but most of you already have a deeper sense of what that means. When I'm learning those things, those things cover the all of the, of the 2,000 years of dreaming. It covers the, the bigger picture of the neshama of Am Yisrael, and not just a specific branch of Am Yisrael. It covers everything. I'm remembering now, I think it was this Friday night, we quoted the, it, right, it was, what was, because it was this Yorzeit. This Friday night, we quoted a piece of the, of the Piyasetz and Rebbe from, I think the Sefer we did was Derech HaMelech. Madrasha, he said in Rosh Hashanah, he said, people are always wondering, like, secrets of Torah. What does secrets of Torah mean? If something's written down, how is it a secret? So he said, secrets of Torah are not the things that are written down, they're just deeper. Secrets of Torah is when, when the Torah that I learned reveals to me who I am, because I'm a secret. It's one of the deepest things I ever, I ever heard in my life. That's the secrets of Torah. So if I've been a secret for so many years, I came back to Eretz Yisrael to reveal my secret first to myself and then to the whole world. So Rav Kook says, this is what Sitrei Torah are, are, are addressing, this bigger picture of, of hundreds of 600,000 root souls of neshamas of secrets that are now, it's being revealed to them who they are. Because only here, only I don't care what kind of kid Hashem you are in the world, only here it's revealed to you who you really are. Only here in Eretz HaKodesh. Called me. I, spoke to, I told you I spoke to him before Shabbos. I was telling him how excited we are that they're using you know, this base medrash in memory of his parents, maybe his mother. This, this base medrash is called Eichal Tamar. It's in memory of Rav Tzaidi's mother. And he said to me, We said this yesterday, Yosef. Remember? Right? Pashat. Hopefully. Hopefully it's Pashatas. So third line. 
לכן הם ממלאים את לב כל העוסק בהם בקדושה בתורה. Those that are dealing, that are learning more the פנימיוס of Torah, it fills their heart with קדושה and טהרה, בציורי שלמות עתידית. With a little bit of a vision of what it's going to look like in the future for the Am at large. Like when I'm sitting and I'm learning the deeper layers of Torah, the פנימיוס of Torah, what I'm getting a taste of is what everyone is going to be feeling and looking like in the future. With, with a, a heart so filled. Razei Torah, the secrets of Torah, potchim benefesh ha'adam chalonot el ha'atid. The secrets of Torah open before a soul of a person windows to the future. Umeromemim oto mitfisat ha'mitziyut anochichit. And it lifts you up from a false, I would say perverted version of what you think reality is. Because what you see ain't what you, that's not happening. That's not the real Mitzvah, what we see. It's almost I get so stuck in what's in front of me right now. I think that what I see in front of me right now is actually the real Mitzvah. There's only one Mitzvah. That, that is the only real reality. What leads me to look at the world with the real, real reality, even though I'm surrounded by illusion, Learning, learning things that are connected to 2,000 years of dreaming. That is what brings me to this, to this elated state of not getting caught. Not getting caught in the hove. Not getting caught in it. Not getting so angry at seeing what I see in front of me. You know, not, not just not getting so angry about it. Not getting caught in it. This fact affects in a very deep way the binyan of a ratzon of a person. That I shall begin to aspire and, and long for a bigger picture, the, the, the total and complete shlemut. It's like he's saying, we're always, we're always happy with like, you know, little minor, tiny... Moments of optimism. Saying it's good to take that into account. It's very important to be thankful for moments of, you know, small atzlachas v'chuleh. However, what we're here to do, what we're really here for, is the shleimut agdolah. We are here for the geula. We're here to do whatever we can to bring the geula. We're here to become people that think like this, that live like this, that... that We've already been dreaming like this, but to take that dream, that's what we're here for. But I, I have to, be, that, that Ratzon, Rav Sasson is saying, based on Rav Kook, that Ratzon needs to be exemplified. I need to bring that Ratzon up to the surface, to my surface. I have to realize this is what I really want. This is what I, yes, I want to be Matzliach here. Of course, I want my kids to be from, all these things are true. But what I really want is I want to be a person that can say, I actually live my life longing for Mashiach. I know it's the right thing to do, but can I say this is who I am? Rav Kook says, this is why we come back to Eretz Yisrael. This is what Eretz Yisrael has been calling out for all these thousands of years. Come back home to the place where you dream for what you really want. And you want what you really dream about. And that's what we're here for. This in no way, shape, or form is here to push you to vote for anybody. Okay, I'm just saying, 
This has to be in the back of your mind, like, you know, Lahavdil. One year was Romney. So how many years ago was Mitt Romney? Which elections? Did anyone remember? 2012. 2012. He was running against? Nachon. He's running against, he's running against him. Huh? And you're British, right? The Brit is telling us what years these, these things happen, right? So, so, <laughs> so a friend of mine, a friend of mine, yeah, a friend of mine in the States, um, the morning, right? So in the morning, I don't know, was it a close? Was it a close one? It was percentage? No, I'm not going to have... <laughs> I'm kidding. Right, so it was pretty close, whatever. In the morning, Romney lost, and a friend of mine, a yid, grows up and says, phew. Like, that was close. What I, now, now, what I, I held back was my, first, was my first moment of really, of like spiritual maturity, of not, of not going mamish on it. So I, what I wanted to ask him, and hopefully one day I will ask him, is like this. When a yid goes to, to an election poll, to booth in America, to, and, he, and, he, and he goes and votes, what comes first in his heart? Yerushalayim or America? Huh? For me, it was And you're here now, exactly. And you're, you're living in, in the occupied territories now, so it's not a, you're, not a, you're not a good dogma, right? What do you think of first? So he's, this, is, this is what Galut does to us, is that it disconnects us from what we really have been dreaming about in our soul. And we get lost and caught in a ratzon that's not really ours. It's not really our ratzon. Not really our ratzon. Can I say a short mindset that happened yesterday? Of course. I was by Ramorish and we haven't had a shear in the studio. Ramorish has been there a few times um, for a long time in English because of the Ramorish's voice and different right. years. Anyway, we finally had one and it's all about the monitor that we're going on this week. I'll be away for a few weeks with the Ramorish in Brooklyn and Monsi. So I was talking about this, trying to push you know, the tour. Every time I would turn to him to talk about the tour, he talked about the Ula Mashiach. That was it. I mean, what, do the, what do the people want? What do they need? Come to the right. No, he was just talking about Mashiach. The whole Mashiach is Mashiach. That's it. Wow. It was the first time we've had a Shia in English, and it was just about Mashiach. Baruch Shekivanu. Yeah. Baruch Shekivanu. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. Third line. Uh, second line. Ki aratzon shel adam mushpa mi merchava tfisa. This is the Rambam's word. Ramam says, what's the greatest influence on a person? His society, where he lives. That, that influences him the most. So where do we live? Amongst who do we live? Do we set ourselves up to live amongst people that what they seem to be reality is reality? Or do you build and grow and choose to dwell amongst people that are choosing to look at the real reality of the world, the reality of our dreams? When all I see is what's in front of me right now, then my aspirations, my goals, and what I want are determined based on the very limited perception of what I think is real. Pashut. Ach, But when I become released from this very limited perception, and what does it mean to become released from limited perception? I become a visualizer. Not a hallucinator, a visualizer. And in my spirit, I begin to draw out the future. 
and I begin to drought ve tashlemut elokita eliona, and this this exalted godly completion shem mesavevet etalicha geula, which is basically surrounding the whole process of redemption which we are in, and that's how I start to think, that's how I start to daven, that is how I start to do Torah and mitzvahs. I start to educate my children with the redemptive way of talking to them about Torah and mitzvahs and not a galut mentality of Torah and mitzvahs, which we need 50 years to basically write out that curriculum. Then my spirit just gets higher. And I, I become a warrior. I become a person. I started dreaming. I could be... Remember, remember the commercial that, they, that we had? This you wouldn't know, Ellie. This is a commercial... On American TV. Well, how, did, how did the army try to get you? What would it say? Be all you can be. Join the army, right? Be all you can be. Join the army. So with Tzivas Hashem, it's the same. Be all you can be. The problem is, figure out what, you, figure out what that means. Be all you can be. This is what we're here to. We're here to figure out what that means. Be all you can be. Guess what? And then you start becoming a person that maybe you're the only person in the whole city that davens the way you do, but you feel more connected to reality than anybody else. You're, 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 you're much clearer and grounded in your life. You're connected to the depth of your reality. To a whole way of understanding the world. The pessimists. They snip away the wings of dreams. What was the dream to come back to Eretz Yisrael? It's Davkahem, the ones that snip away at the, at the wings of these dreams. They have sunk into a very limited and contracted approach of what the world is, and a warped sense of reality. This is how Rav Kook writes regarding the zika. You know, zika means affinity. The affinity between ben limud sitrei Torah between learning the deeper realms of Torah and regarding and how this relates to an inner awakening for the geulah. And demanding Am Yisrael to stand up, shake off the dust, arise. This is what Rav Kook says in Orot HaTchia. He just says it straight out. He just says like, boom, boom. Boom, I'm not going to pretend here that there's like Sitrei Torah, learning the inner Pneumius of Torah, which again causes me to be connected to my dreams, brings the Geula. This is what he's saying. Chutzah. To everywhere. Like we said before, and then I don't have to go out and give spiels. Why? They see me, I'm a Geula Dekayid. And everyone will say, I don't know what he's on, but I want to be like that too, right? I saw one of those cats by Josh Adler's son's wedding. There was one guy, I didn't know, 
I didn't know. After I thought he was, I actually thought he was mamish on something, and then I grabbed someone. I said, well, "What? Are you, what what's he on?" He's like, "No, actually, huh?" He's, it really was he, he, nothing. This guy was from another place. Another place. Meshivim et Yisrael So, Learning the secrets of Torah returns Am Yisrael to where they belong. Actually, I should learn it the way that I should say it the way Rav Cook said it. Okay? What's the difference? Thank you. Because the truth, the Torah's MS, in the deepest strength where it is, it demands the bigger picture of the Neshama of Am Yisrael. The big picture. The Shlemus HaKolelet, the place where everyone belongs, the place where every person feels at home. There's only one place like that. That's the Beis HaMikdash. There is no other structure like that in the world. America tried really hard. And it's showing us for years already that it's tanking. It was great. We have to say thank you. And we should. Because many of us got so much from that momentary a moment of Malchus in the world. But that's not, that, that's not the 2,000 years of dreaming. It's not it. Here, only here, the Shlemus of what we really want finds its place. And when you start to learn the real Sitre Torah and you're connected to your dreams, and I'm going to keep on saying that because that's what the two, really, that's what it pushes, what does the nation begin to feel? Don't sit first row with fight anti-Semitism t-shirts. Let yourself be in pain that people still hate you in the world for being Jewish. And I know you wanted to come I know you'd rather make Aliyah and come home just because it felt so right and I'm a king and I made choices out of such a beautiful place. Apparently, anti-Semitism is still on the rise and it's not dwindling down. Well, forgive me, it's even stronger, even stronger what you're saying. He's not even touching upon anti-Semitism. Of not being home. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. A hundred percent. Ke'eva galut is not necessarily all they hate me. It's, I'm not connected to home. I'm not connected to home. It hurts, and it hurts me. Right. And that's what we're missing. And it hurts me. And this is, this is Rav Kook. Oh, this is the Kayan. And how it's absolutely impossible. Shetzivyona. Tzivyona means its character. The character of the nation of Am Yisrael. Yetze el apoal. Will come to into fruition. As long as I'm schlepping myself in my neighbor's house, and in this case, not really my neighbor, it's someone very far from being my neighbor, as long as I'm schlepping myself out there, who I am can't come out into the fold. My tzivion, my character, I don't know who I am. And no one will know who I am either. No one will know who I am. Aval, next page. 
כל זמן שאור התורה העליונה הוא חתום ואזוק. As long as the supernal light of Torah is, is sealed and shut and shackled, אין התביעה הפנימית של שיבת ציון מתעוררת בעומק אמונה. The demand to come back home and believe that that's what I really want does not show up. It can't show up. It's that, that ratzon, those dreams. It's like someone told me it's better not to dream because then you have less expectations. So get used to it. Get used to it because it's easier to go through life like that. It's easier to go through life like that. It's much more comfortable. Hey, the Gemara says, your Torah, your oral Torah says, Noach l'adam shalom nivra. But why? Because when you created and you're not able to either dream or live your dreams, it's hell. And Rav Kook says, who stops us from living our... Who stops us from dreaming? Who stops us from living our dreams? Galus. Well, what does Galus mean? It means, on a certain level, also just being, just being stuck in not learning Pnimiya Satora, Sitre Torah, because that's what's going to get you to dream again. And they're dependent on each other. Ha'itorerut sheba mitzad hatsarot veredifot shel ha'umot. Avi, this is exactly what we were talking about. The awakening that comes when Kyrie tweets, or when this... I, I, will, I, can't, I will never say his two-lettered name in a shul, or hopefully never in my mouth. This absolute shmendrik in America that has caused this wave, and, and, and Jewish pride is burning Adidas shoes. There's ba'aya, but what it means to have Jewish pride, you understand, right? So he's saying, the awakening that comes from tsarot veredifot... When I get that Jewish pride, come on, because right now there's an anti-Semitic attack and I, I, I march down Fifth, what's it called, the parade on Fifth Avenue with, with a larger flag. He's saying, that's ki'im hitorerut mikrit. Shel tseruf. It's like a bunch of things escalated and happened and now you feel this. That's not. Shlemut nishmat ha'umah. He's saying that kind of a fire awakens up flames of, you know, we have this Lashem by Amalek, it's the weaker type of Jewish pride. That's not real Jewish pride. It's not Neshama Deka pride. It's not Geula Deka pride. It's not Geula. That's not, that's not what you were davening for for 2,000 years. To have the strength to walk down a street in Manhattan with more pride? Yesod HaChayim, the source of life, the foundation of life, Mukhrach Lavo, it can only come mitzad atzmiyuta shel hatviya hatzuratit shel haoma. It can only come when the nation gets an image of who they could be and demand from Hashem to let us be who we are. See, once you crack through of cook, it starts to just not be so threatening, right? This is what he's saying. Once uh, we have this image of who we could be, we don't allow ourselves to really go there because no one even gave us the language. But he says the Pnimius Torah, Sitre Torah, this, does, this is the language to unlock these keys and then to go for it. Once you get an image of what life could be, listen, how many married couples, I sat with someone this week, he said, can you please... Give me a, a, an etza, how to feel again that life, that life could be beautiful with my wife, like when we got married. They're married for a while. 
And for half the marriage, the passion's been zero. See, in this person, in order to invest his heart and soul in this marriage, he needs to believe that it's possible again to taste to what he once, once upon a time saw. So a galuzdika marriage is being under the assumption that all these tiny moments of inspiration, but siruf is what's going to uphold the marriage, and it's not. What you done? Mm-hmm. But isn't it? Do you want it? I can't say initial. I Meaning, it's it's. Uh, we have we have Baruch Hashem. The Torah and Chazal have told us what certain inyanim could be, and you know this is a tikkun of bichlal happening in the world with genders and everything. There's the yesha maladaber, but it's and it has to do with a lot of stuff that maybe perhaps that don't be aren't perceived as holiness, but they are. Yeah, I was saying that, that American Jewry, in particular, you have it here, is, is cultural Judaism versus spiritual Judaism. The problem is there is no spiritual Judaism. So when you're cultural Where? In America. Oh, and here there is? Oh, here there's a problem also. Mm-hmm. In this space, Beit Midrash, there is. Right, right. <laughs> So you can't even I, just, I just have to point out that that's, that's one of the biggest issues, is that when we talk about American Jewry, we say there's no spiritual Judaism here. And, and it's, 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 a, it's a heartbreaking reality that this place is a chidosh. And it breaks my heart every single day. There is within the person who's spiritual Judaism, whereas in Galut, you don't have that at all. There's no kedushet there. So right, but what's more dangerous? But what's more dangerous when, 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 when it's right there, on, it's like right around you, and you're ba- and you could taste it any given second, but you think you're fixed, as opposed to completely being an illusion, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's what you bring in. This, this stuff brings up. The, they're defending Jewish culture. They, they don't even view it as something spiritual. Or that's what they're. Spiritual Judaism is. So. I would know. I, I would like to ask them. I don't know. It's. I get what you're saying. I wonder what they think. I actually, like I said in the beginning, I think that 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 they really and I really value this. That based on the limited perception of where they're at, Basher Rusham, they they may even think that spiritually they're fighting a milchama like the Chashmonaim. Could be. It, it could be. Yeah. It could be. Okay. Let's finish this up. Let's finish this up. Okay. אבל יסוד החיים מוכרח לבוא מצד עצמיותה של התביעה הצורתית של האומה, וזה יתגדל ויתאמץ כל מה שאור תורתה הפנימית. This way of demanding the bigger complete picture of the nation can only get bigger and bigger. With אור תורה פנימית, עומק דעותיה והביוני חביוניה, ילכו ויחיו בקרבה בגאון גודלם, in a nutshell. Rav Kook says, to be able to talk to that person sitting courtside in this language, you have to be holding in the pnimius of Torah, the sitrei Torah, the inner layers of Torah. This is where the wind is blowing towards. This ruach is inevitable, the, the ruach of Geula. It's uprooting mountains. It breaks through anything. Really, what its purpose is, is to break through anything that stands in the way of who we really are, what we really, really want and desire, 
and what we end up actually wanting and desiring. Rabbi Nachman therefore says, Ha'ikar talui baratzon. Everything is dependent on how much you're connected to what you really, really want in life. I look at that Yid in Barclays and I say, I believe, based on Pnimiya Satora, that what they really, really want has nothing to do with that. That's my emuna. Sitri Torata, Kabalata, Moreshet Avot, Adirut Neshama, Beofia Miuchadla, Bashkafat Olama, Veromut Musra. I'm just I'm gonna just finish this paragraph and say it outside. Haolech umit Rachevad Enkets, Haolech umit Ater, it goes and it adorns itself. Behold Tarbut Eliona, Haolech umit Ale de Gaveshamaim. Matsin et zgulat am zgula, am yodei eloha, venoten shilton le kadishe elionin. How Rav Kook says this here in his, in his wondrous, glamorous, regal poet Hebrew, I think is what he's saying is that, listen, this is happening whether we like it or not. And the shaila is, are you going to join? Are you going to join the, the wagon? Are you going to join what's already happening in the higher worlds or not? And we have the opportunity to join what's happening in the higher worlds or not. How? Our learning has to be both nigla and nister. When I say nister, I want to be very clear what I'm saying. This does not mean we have to only learn Zohar. The Rebbe already explained to us how the Tanya is structured. And really it's all the Hasidic Shesfarim and all the Sifri Epidemius and the Gura. And the Nefesh HaChayim, and all the Svarim we have, is that we took from the Zohar what we need to base Musagiman and go deeper. And go deeper and go deeper and deeper. So you hear that song that on a day like today, where people are just going and putting a petak and a copy, there's a consciousness of what's, what's taking place right now. And it should be a big day of strong tefillah. Even though Rav Shmuel Eliyahu said, we're not doing Yom Shekulot Torah, we're days where you're learning all day long because you have to go and vote and you have to go make sure people vote. But it's okay to learn for an hour in the morning too. It's not going to ruin our election, uh, <laughs> our election plans. We should be privileged to be amongst those that are connected to the, <laughs> to the dreams and hopes of 2,000 years of Am Yisrael. Amen. 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 That's it. L'chaim to Ebn